You are listening to Graceway's weekly message podcast. We hope that this message encourages you to know and enjoy God, find friends, discover your purpose, and make a difference in your community. This week's episode is a bit special. We recently celebrated Super Sweet Sunday, featuring messages on overcoming fear with faith from pastors Todd Gentleman and Brandon Smith. It was a fantastic event, and we hope you enjoy these messages. Well, good morning, Graceway. How are we doing? That's right. I, I don't know how to follow that. I really don't know what to do. Uh, glad you guys are here today. Are you having a great Super Sweet Sunday? That's what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm here to, to preach to you. To, we're, we want to try to get, some, get some, uh, some Jesus in this service today. Amen? It's a lot of candy, but it, it's morphing time. Amen? And uh, it's, it's time to get some candy. Today. So uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to teach a little bit. We're going to break it up today. So I'll, I'll take the first half of today's service. Pastor Brandon Smith will take the second half of today's service. That's right. Clap it up. And be paying attention because as we teach today, uh, we're going to be trying to throw some video game elements into our sermon to hopefully get some coins today as we do this thing. Okay, so we're going to try to gain some coins. We, you know, we want to lift up Jesus, but also get some coins today. Uh, and I know the, the, there's tons of kids in the room. And sometimes when we do stuff like this, like Super Sweet Sunday, and you see a pastor dressed as a Green Ranger, amen, Uh, we can sometimes be like, man, this is a little irreverent. But the reality is uh, we need to have fun in church, amen? Amen. And uh, and I don't know about you, but there's dozens and and dozens of kids in this room today. Uh, And to see kids in the church means the church is alive, amen? Amen. And so we want the kids to be in here. We're grateful y'all are here. And if it takes a little sugar to do it, come on, somebody, we'll do whatever, whatever it takes. And so excited for you guys to be here today. We've been in a series for the past few weeks called Be Weird, walking through the Sermon on the Mount that Jesus taught. And we're going to try to stay in that series this morning as we walk through Super Sweet Sunday. We're going to take some time today, y'all, to talk about having faith over fear. Everybody say faith Faith. over fear. fear. Say faith Faith. over over fear. And we want to look at today at how faith in God can help us battle fear in life. This is, this is kind of like the fear season, isn't it? Like this is the season where people try to capitalize on fear as much as possible. Halloween, creepy costumes, jack-o'-lanterns, really terrifying commercials during the Chiefs game. I mean, it's like terrifying stuff going on. Uh, and this is the season where people seem to love fear and even being afraid of things. Uh, what, what's, what's something you're afraid of? Your, your greatest fear? Yell it out on three. We're going to have a, a moment. On the, on, y'all, y'all are jumping the gun. Y'all are jumping the gun. Your greatest fear on the crown of three. One, two, three. If you didn't say afraid of the dark, you're wrong. Okay. Uh, I, when, I was, when I was growing up, uh, fear of the dark was pretty much my greatest fear. Uh, anybody else? Yeah, afraid of the dark. And, and, and to be honest with you, uh, really today, I'm still not really cool with hanging out in the dark for very long. Uh, you know, if, if I turn off the lights in a hallway, I'm sprinting towards the light at the end of the hallway as fast as possible. Because you and I both know somebody is in the dark chasing me down the hallway. Uh, and I, I love scary movies. And so when I was in college, far too old to still be afraid of the dark. But when I was in college, I would go to my buddy's house and we would typically watch scary movies and oftentimes late into the night. 
Now, the cool thing about that was we got to hang out and watch scary movies. The uncool thing was I still had to drive home afterwards. And so I played it really cool up until the time he closed the door. So we'd stop the movie, finish our food. We'd dap it up. I'm like, all right, bro, I'll see you tomorrow. And he closed the door, and I'm sprinting to my car, right? But if you've ever been afraid of the dark, you know that just getting to the car is not all you have to do when you're afraid of the dark. you got to open every car door, make sure the dome lights are on, and you check in each row to make sure somebody didn't get in your locked car while you were inside. Now, I, and I had an SUV, so I had to pop the hatch in the back to make sure nobody was in the back of the car as well. And I'm not a fool, okay? I know how ghosts and goblins and all these scary things work. And so I close all the doors. And before I get back in the driver's seat, I look under the car in case something's like clinging on underneath the car because I know how scary things work. And then I get home, I run to my bed, and I pull my sheets over my head because everybody knows that 600 thread count protects you from anything (laughs) that could potentially get in your way. So, So I know how fear works. And I've always been afraid of the dark, but, but Jesus wants to talk to us today about a certain type of fear. He, he, he talks to us about fear in Matthew chapter 6. And this is what Jesus says in his sermon about fear. He says, therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body. What you will put on is not life more than food and the body more than clothing. Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to a span of life? This is the word of the Lord. Amen? Amen. Jesus tells us not to be anxious. Now, feeling anxious is to have fear or worry about things that are out in the future that you have no control over. This is what being anxious or worrying looks like. It's a certain type of fear. And Jesus tells us to not be afraid about what we will eat or what will be provided for us in the future. He says, don't worry about food. And the reason he tells us that, he says, says, look at the birds. Don't be afraid of what you will eat tomorrow. Just look at the birds. Now, anybody here know Pastor Donovan? Yeah, see, Pastor Donovan, if you don't know, Pastor Donovan is an avid bird watcher. And Pastor Don, that's right, he'll call birds into himself. He's like, he's like uh, Snow White. He just, he just out there calling birds to himself. And I called Pastor Donovan because I had all these birds in my backyard. And he said that this is the season to watch birds the most. This, they're migrating this season. They're, they're flying south, and so many of the birds are traveling. And so I'm, I'm out in my backyard trying to identify types of birds. And Jesus says, hey, if you have anxiety or worry about the future, look at the birds. See how God feeds them. You see, Jesus says these birds, they don't sow and they don't reap. They're not farmers. They they don't have to plant crops like you have to do in Animal Crossing. Y'all play Animal Crossing? Anybody in the room? That's right. In in Animal Crossing, there we go. I got a point. I got a point. Uh, In Animal Crossing, you have to plant crops to provide for your future. But Jesus says, look at the birds in the air. They don't plant and they don't harvest. Yet every day they have enough to eat. Do you think there's a bird out there worried about what the meal's gonna be like the next day? No, 
the, God takes care of the birds. And then Jesus says, aren't you more valuable than the birds? Are you more valuable than birds? Yeah, you're, you're more valuable than birds are. And Jesus uses your value as a reason not to be anxious. Adults, I'm talking to y'all too. God says that you have so much value to me. Why would you think I won't take care of you tomorrow? Why would you worry about things you can't control when I value you above all things? You're valuable to God. You know why? Because he made you. God made you. In Genesis 127, it says that God made you in his image, that he's your heavenly father, and he made you to look like him. The birds weren't made in God's image, and yet he takes care of them. How much more will God take care of every need that you have because you're created in his image? Not only that, God wants to have a relationship with you. That God is literally chasing after you in relationship as somebody he loves and values. Listen, God is chasing after you just like Pac-Man chases after ghosts. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like Mario chases after coins. Amen? Uh, Just like Sonic chases after rings. Come on, somebody. Just like those things, Jesus is chasing after you because you are valued. When you are valued, why would you worry about what's coming tomorrow? Because God values you. He would never leave you wanting. And what can you add to your life by worrying about tomorrow? All worrying and being anxious does is steal your joy from today. And it leads us away from trusting God. I I, uh, I talked to my counselor this week about this idea, about being anxious. And I, I asked him, I said, hey, what are some practical things that, we can do when we feel anxious or when we're worried. I, I want to I wanna help you today. And so this is what my counselor said this week. He says, hey, three things you can do when you feel anxious or worried. Anybody in the room ever felt anxious or worried? You're like, I'm anxious right now because my kids are going to eat all this candy and they go home with me. Okay, so what are three things? One, he says, the first thing you got to do when you feel feelings of anxiety or worry is you have to acknowledge it. Just, just say, hey, I'm feeling anxious right now. You have to acknowledge it, and you have to give it some space and feel it for a second. Feel the anxiety in your body, and then say, hey, where is it in my body? Some of us, we feel a tightening in our chest when we feel anxious. Some of us feel uh, like a butterflies in our stomach. Some of us feel a tightness in our backs and necks when we feel, where is it in my body? And acknowledge its presence. I don't know about you, but oftentimes when I have feelings of anxiousness, uh, it's not just one thing, it's lots of things. And and I feel crushed under all the number of things. And so I'll acknowledge it and then write out everything I can possibly think of. Everything that's on my mind, I write till I can't write anymore. Just to acknowledge it and get it out. So first you got to do is acknowledge that I'm anxious. The second thing you got to do, ignore it. Ignore it. You, You can't do anything about it. It's out in the future, and a God that values you is taking care of it. So right now, I have to acknowledge it, give it space. Secondly, ignore it. I can't really do anything about it, so I have to figure out a way to move past it. And then thirdly, he said, act on what you can do. You acknowledge it, then you ignore it, and then you act on what you can do. It may just be, I need to take a shower. Kids, come on. Sometimes you got got to wash up a little bit. 
I got to brush my teeth. I got to make myself breakfast. I have to go get some gas in the car. Whatever the next thing that you can actually do with your life, you do that. You acknowledge it, you ignore it, and then you act on what you can do. But we can't let it steal our faith. Don't let worry mess with your worship. Don't let anxiousness keep you from activating your faith. You are valuable to God. This is what God says to us about how to practically handle our worry. He says this in Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Don't be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace, say peace, of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. All anxious thoughts are, all worries are, is, an, is a notification in your mind to begin praying. When you begin to worry, when you have anxious thoughts, God's word says when you feel those things, acknowledge it, and then take them to God in prayer. And when you begin to act on whatever you can control next, not what God, God's working in the future on your behalf. So you begin to work on what you can control. Taking a shower, get dressed, putting one foot in front of the other. And as you do that, trusting God with all of your worry and anxiety, the peace of God, and you can't understand it, but it begins to come into your life and give you rest. So we cannot have fear and allow that to steal our faith. Guys, we can have faith that overcomes fear by taking our worry, our anxiety, giving it to God, and trusting Him with our future. Amen? Well, uh, if you did not know, uh, well, I told some people, they were like, that's Mario. I said, no, I'm Mario's cousin, Maurice. So um, <laughs> notice the hat cocked to the side a little bit. Um, but yeah, like I said, uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, like, it, it, it's like a, a battle bus that just got dropped in this specific location for a super sweet Sunday. Uh, I'm so glad that you guys are here. If you do not know, my name is uh, Brandon Smith. I get to serve as our student pastor and over community outreach um, as well. But, um, you know, I, I think that it's uh, a great thing that we get to do something like this. Pastor Todd actually set it up so well, just like explaining why we get to do this. And me, in my own ways, like, I'm like, why do we do something like this? You know, I grew up in a missionary Baptist church. So, uh, so this was, we had fall fun fest, right? We had a hallelujah harvest party. So uh, that's, that's what we had, amen? Um, so it, it's been great, you know, and I, I think that um, as you guys continue to engage with us and uh, press into it, you'll be able to grab something out of it as well. So um, it's been really fun and really cool that to see all of these kids, it's like, mama mia, you know, it's, it's it's just so interesting that, uh, yeah, you see how I did there? <laughs> you know, but I love how Pastor Todd set up this passage of Scripture, um, and he set it up by speaking about how um, we literally are more valuable than they. We are more valuable than the birds of the air, and I think that is very important for us um, today to even know why we are more valuable than they are, more valuable than the birds of the air um, or the animals or any other God's creation. So, um, all right, uh, here we go. Uh, are you guys ready to know? Yeah. Are you ready to know why we are more valuable than they are? Okay, so some of these references you may not get. For some of my older saints, you might get it, older people, but um, we're going to go ahead and get into it. So round two, fight. All right, so here we go. 
Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6, if you have your Bibles, go ahead and turn to Matthew chapter 6, uh, verse 28 and 20, uh, through 30. It says this, and why are you so anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin, and yet I tell you, even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God, someone say God. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which is today alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you little of faith? God is good? All the time? Great. All right? So we all agree upon that. We all agree upon how God is good and how he is good all of the time. So here is this good God who takes good care of these lilies that are in the midst of the field or the grass that is in the field. So surely he's going to take care of you and I as Pastor Todd as, as being such treasured possessions and creations made in the very image of God. He's going to take care of us. So I don't know about you, but you got to think about would you rather be lilies or would you rather be humans, right? And it's like uh, in, uh, in that one game, Minecraft, to be or not to be. Like, would we rather be the lilies in the field that are here one day and gone tomorrow or be the most treasured creation that God has? Now, here's the thing about this, friends. Here's the thing about this, that not even the lilies fear whether or not they're going to be taken care of or whether they're going to be clothed, but yet here we as humans, we fear these things. We fear these things. And now here's the thing about it. Like, we're not talking about the type of anxiety that, that comes from a clinical diagnosis or anything like that. We're not speaking on that in regards to so We're talking about the type of anxiety and worry that comes from the fear of the unknown or the fear of the future. So why should we fear if God is going to take care of us if he takes care of the lilies of the field and of the birds of the air as well? You see, here's the thing about misplaced fear. This is what it does. Misplaced fear, it leads us to places of worry and unhealthy anxiety that ultimately takes our attention away from the Lord. Here's the thing about it. You got to know NBA Jam says he's heating up. Uh, and uh, too often, too often we give more time to our worries and to our anxieties than giving our worries and our anxieties to the Lord right? We spend more time focusing on our worries and anxieties rather than focusing on the one that can handle all of our worries, all of our fears, and all of our anxieties rather than giving these things to God. If we continue reading in Matthew chapter 6, verses 31 and 32, it says this, therefore, do not, someone say do not, do not be anxious saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. So when we get anxious about things that we have no eternal weight or that have no eternal weight to them, uh, it begins to turn into an ungodly type of worry, which leads to a lack of trust. Ungodly worry, it leads to a lack of trust, which um, really challenges us in our own thought process of whether we have to be the ones that are controlling the outcome of a circumstance or a situation or we're putting it in the hands of God. But this is what literally anxiety and fear does in our lives. We try to hold on to it rather than releasing the control to God. Yet our anxious thoughts that we have or the lack of trust, it must be turned into godly concern. And here's why. Here's why it has to be turned into godly concern. 
because, or here's the way why, or the way how. The way how it's turned into godly concern is by having faith. Everyone say faith. faith. Now faith. Someone say now faith. Now faith. Hebrews 11.1, 1, it says, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the evidence of things or the conviction of things not seen. See, this isn't the type of faith that is, uh, that is just wishful thinking that something is going to happen or that you're going to get what you want or you're going to, this is in a video game, but you're going to call J.G. Wentworth and get your money right now. That's, that's not literally going to, that's not what this type of faith is that we're speaking about today when it comes to faith over fear. Um, this, this faith that, that we have, it's that God is going to provide. It's a confidence that something of the unknown, like the future will actually come to pass because the Lord will be, bring it to pass. And if he did it before, then he can do it again. He can do it again. And that's what our faith is based upon. It's not based on just us just wanting something to take place. We're basing our faith upon knowing that God has done it before and he made a way, like, and he made a way through the wilderness and he made rivers in the desert. And guess what? He will do it again. So that's the type of faith that we're speaking about this morning. And if the Lord said it, then you can consider it a dub, right? I mean, if, if you play video games, you know that's a, that's a reference to, like, you can consider a dub, which is a W. It's a win, all right? You can consider it a win. And uh, there's this old, uh, some of you guys might know this old dude uh, that was a commentator for um, a bass for the NBA. His name is uh, Chick Hearn. Anyone ever heard of Chick Hearn? Okay, so I, I used to play, my very first console that I got was a uh, Sega Genesis, uh, or Sega, but um, after that, um, I got a Nintendo 64, all right? And my very first game that we got in Nintendo 64 was NBA Courtside. Anyone ever heard of NBA Courtside? Okay, some of you did, and some of you haven't. That's okay. So in this, uh, in this game, actually, Chick Hearn, he actually says it like this, and I think that we can even say the same thing when it comes to God and when it comes to considering it already done. He says this, that this game is in the refrigerator. The doors are closed. The lights are out. The eggs are cooling. The butter's getting hard. The jello is jiggling. <laughs> we can consider it already done. Like, it's already a wrap. It's, it's done. It's finished. And that's the type of faith that we have to have. And, and here's the thing about faith versus over fear. Like, like this isn't a 1v1 like Roblox. This, isn't, this is something bigger than you and, and I. And it has to come from our attention being somewhere else. Our attention and our time and our energy has to be focused somewhere else, not just over the fear of the unknown. And, and here's the thing about it. Like, like this is, you want to know where our attention has to be? Everyone say yes. Okay, now say finish him. The Lord says that he wants our attention to be on him, and it takes faith. It takes faith. Uh, Matthew chapter 6, verses 33 and 34. This is the passage that we all know, right? Um, it says this, but seek first, someone say first. first. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, because tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. So we can have this confidence that, that God is going to be for us, that God is going to provide for us. If he provides for the birds of the air and the lilies of the field, then surely he is going to provide for us. And we can hold fast to this promise as well, just like the end of a game when the game says, game over. 
Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this day. God, we thank you for your goodness and for your mercy, God, and we thank you for opportunity that we get to have to come together like this, God, and have a good time and, and be silly, God, but then also give the word of the Lord as well, God. We thank you that no word that you have spoken will ever return to you void, God, and we, without accomplishing that which it is sent forth for, God. So we thank you, God, for these kiddos here, their parents, the adults that are here in this room, Lord. We, we thank you, Father, for just the opportunity we have um, just to worship you as well, God. I pray that we would see that we can have faith over fear, God, because fear doesn't run our lives, God, and is not in control. You are, um, Lord. So we thank you for this time. We give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. It's in the name of Jesus. We pray. All God's people said? Amen. amen and amen. All right. All right. Give, give Pastor Brandon another round of applause. I think Mario crushed the Green Ranger when it comes to points. Didn't realize it was going to be such a competition. May have to. <laughs> God, to God be the glory. Amen. Oh, man, I got, I got, a, I got a work in between services here to gas it up. Uh, before we get out of here and, and, and there's games and there's more candy, all the things, he, he, here's one thing we don't want to leave here without doing. Uh, the reason that we can have faith over fear is because we have a God who's overcame all of our fears. Uh, over and over and over, the, the studies show that uh, humans have really two major fears. One is public speaking, uh, which y'all can just stay where you're at. Nobody has to talk publicly today, okay? I'll handle that fear for you. Uh, and the second is death. But because that we have a God uh, who took on flesh lived a life that we couldn't live, died a death that we should have died, and then rose from the grave over Satan's sin, hell, and death, it means that even death has no power over those who put their faith in Christ Jesus. So you and I's greatest fear has already been overcome. How do you think that the followers of Jesus, the disciples of Jesus, who were afraid for their lives, hiding in a room, John tells us in chapter 19, hiding in a room for fear of, his of their lives, would days later, filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, preach the good news about Jesus so that thousands would come to faith. Do you think cowards were turned into courageous because Jesus was still dead? No. Jesus overcame death and gave his authority to his disciples so that they could have faith over all fear. And if you're here today and you struggle with fear over circumstances in life, the way to overcome that is not to become stronger, is to admit that you are weak and to rely in the strength that only comes from the one who's overcome all of our fears to the glory of God the Father. Amen? And if you're here today in the room and you've never put your faith in Jesus or watching online and never put your faith in Jesus, I want to give you an opportunity today to do the one thing that will help you overcome fear for all eternity. And this is what I want you to do. I want you to, if you're willing to, just bow your heads and, and I want you to repeat this prayer after me. If you've never prayed to receive Jesus, you can do that today by repeating this prayer after me. Jesus, thank you for creating me and for loving me, even when I've ignored you and gone my own way. I know I need you in my life. I'm sorry for my sins against you and others. I believe you died on the cross for my sins.
and you rose again. You are God and I am not. I ask you to forgive me. As much as I know how, I'm ready to change direction by giving you my life. I'm ready to follow you from now on and do what you want me to do. Please come into my life and make me new on the inside. Help me to grow so I can be like you. If that's you today, if you prayed that for the very first time today, would you just slip your hand up? We have people ready to come and give you a Bible. Kids too. We have kids' Bibles available. If that was you for the very first time, there's hands kind of all over the auditorium right now. Uh, There's hands up in the balcony. There's hands up all over. If that was you today, you prayed that prayer for the very first time, just put your hand up. Just keep that up. I want to encourage you. Don't let fear cause you to bring it back down and don't let fear keep you from putting it up. I hear every week from people that say, last week when you prayed that, I didn't want to put my hand up. And I said, if he prayed it again next week, I would. Maybe that was you. Maybe this is your week to say, I I want to put my faith in Jesus for the very first time. There's still a hand right here in the middle. In that Bible, there's still a hand up here in the balcony. Um, in that Bible, there's a card, and it just has a place for you to give us your name and your information. Take that card. We're going to have a prayer team down here at the end of service. Take that card and bring it down front to our prayer team or take it to the next steps desk in the lobby. And listen, we know there are people watching online. Y'all, there are people watching online giving their lives to Jesus week in and week out. If that's you, you can go to graceway.app and click salvation. And you can let us know online that you prayed to receive Jesus. The big thing is we don't want you to be alone in your faith. Amen? Church, can we celebrate these lives that are changed today? (laughs) Fill out that card. Bring it down front. Take it to the next steps desk. I'm going to pray to dismiss us, and then y'all are dismissed to just go have the best day. Let me pray for us. God, we thank you today. We thank you today that we serve a God who gives us faith in place of fear. God, that we can take our worry and our anxious thoughts to God and you bring us the peace that passes all understanding. God, I pray for anybody in the room today who's struggling with worry and doubt and fear and anxious thoughts. God, would you give us your peace today through the person and work of Jesus by the power of your spirit? Would you calm us and would you send us into the world to be a light for the good news of Jesus, to to bring peace wherever we go? God, be with us now as we go out and help all these kids and their parents, in Jesus' name, to have a great day. We pray all these things in the matchless name of Jesus. And all God's people said, amen. Amen. We'll see you guys. You are dismissed.